Welcome to episode 9 of the Cause Podcast. I'm your host, Yuri Andrzejczyk. Topics that we have on hand today are Jamil Hill's suspension from ESPN, Mike Dicker's ignorant comments regarding national anthem protests and oppression being non-existent over the past 100 years, along with Eminem's Donald Trump diss at the BT Hip Hop Awards last night. First, let me start off with Eminem's freestyle about Donald Trump at the BT Hip Hop Awards last night. When I first saw this, man, all I could think of was, wow. This just gave me a new profound respect for Eminem because he used his white privilege to address something serious in America that's racial oppression, a white supremacist being in office, and he just he just came out of Donald Trump's head. Like it was it was just fantastic, man. And um the fact that he, he did that on such a big stage on national TV, it just it just sent shivers through your body, man. The way just the way he addressed Donald Trump, all the all the mess he's been doing since he's been in office and what what I, what I really thought about at that time was all the Eminem fans that are Donald Trump supporters, what are they going to do now? They're not going to support their favorite rapper anymore because he doesn't support ignorance and racial oppression in America? Man, I mean, Eminem, he, he's widely, widely regarded as one of the best rappers of all time, one of the best lyricists of all time. I think so as well. So, you know, I just basically applaud him for doing what a lot of white people in America should do. They should use the white privilege to help people that are oppressed, like black people and because you know when when you're born white in America, and I'm gonna take this um this metaphor from San Antonio Spurs head coach Greg Popovich, you're basically starting off at the at the halfway yard mark of a of a track meet. You you you're born way ahead of everyone else in America, and so everyone else that's not white, they have to fight just as hard for their rights and success than white people. White people there. They're born with advantages such as, you know, greater opportunities to get jobs in America. They won't be profiled, stereotyped by law enforcement. And, you know, it just, we see what happens, we see what happens with black people and, and people of color. They, they don't get treated by law enforcement. They don't get the same opportunities as white people in America. And I hear the same, the same comments from Donald Trump supporters in regards to professional athletes saying, oh, they're millionaires. They shouldn't be kneeling for the national anthem, bro. That's like, what, the 1% of black people in America who make it to professional sports? So give me a break. The average the average um, black person in America, they have to go twice as hard as the average white person in America, no matter if that particular black person has a, has a better resume. That white person's still going to have a better shot to land that job because they were born white. And it's a sad truth in America. I hope one day we'll live in a world like this. But right now it's just sad. And, you know, Eminem, he did his thing for addressing these these issues, especially on the on the music platform where people have, have recognized his popularity, where people have first started to love him on that music platform. And so, you know, I'm glad he sent shockwaves throughout the United States and you know, I get major props for doing that. It takes a lot of heart to do that. And, you know, I, I expected Donald Trump to come out on Twitter and fire shots at everyone as usual. You know, throw a fit at Eminem. But you know what? I guess he knows it's better not to mess with him. So, you know, you know, we, we, we don't hear much from Eminem anymore. He's a low-key kind of person. But the fact that he just went on national TV and ripped Donald Trump and everything he stood for 
over the last couple of years, ever since he announced his um, campaign for president, and, and that's something we need that we needed in in this political climate. So you know, big ups to Eminem for doing that, and I applaud other rappers to do that as well. You know, and we have, but most know, but you know, just white people in America in general, anyone who who has a platform like Eminem to be able to address these issues. You know, superstar white athletes in the NFL or the NBA, you know, the Matt Ryans of the world, the Dirk Nowitzkis of the world, etc. So, you know, I think Eminem, he set, he set the standard for what white people in America need to do in order to hold up their part, to hold up their deal in helping minorities in America. And Because, you know, a lot of white people in America, they, they just shrug off issues that don't affect them. And it's just wrong. You know, me, uh, as a white male in America, I do my part to stand up and voice concerns that the African-American community has and other people of color because it's just not right. You know, it's it's not right living in a country where people aren't getting the same equal treatment, whether it's for opportunities or just living life in general. That's supposedly what America is about, and that's not what's going on right now. And so... um Another quote, you know, from San Antonio Spurs head coach Greg Popovich, we're, we're the embarrassment of the world right now. We really are with Donald Trump in the White House right now, and it's just the White House is just a, a reality show right now. And so I'm glad Eminem took to the stage that freestyle. It was one of the most epic, you know, freestylers I've ever seen, especially as a music fan. So big props to him. And, you know, I, I know he'll continue to use his platform to address Don Trump and, and and the mess he's causing right now in America, all the turmoil that he's causing. Once again, this is the Cause Podcast. I'm Urian Dreyshuk. Moving on to the next topic is um, sports and ESPN Sports Center host Jamil Hill got suspended from ESPN for two weeks and it wasn't for her remarks about Don Trump being a white supremacist a few weeks back, but it was actually about calling out Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones for coming out and saying that he would bench any player that didn't stand for the national anthem and disrespected the flag, quote-unquote. And, um, you know, Jamila Hill, she took to social media to, you know, basically call out Jones for this, and um, ESPN handing down the suspension for, I guess, misconduct of social media. And um, But it's just, it just unbelievable, man. It's like, I love ESPN to death. I really do. I'd love to, I love to work with them. But, you know, they, they need to call off the suspension. They really do because what happened to First Amendment rights in America? Are, are African Americans not allowed to voice their opinions? And um, the thing about Jerry Jones, this whole situation is, you know, a couple weeks back, it was, I think it was the Monday night game against the Arizona Cardinals. He took a knee with his players before the National Anthem to, to basically show solidarity with the players. And I thought that was a weak move because they did it before the anthem and the whole message is to get it out during the National Anthem. So I thought that was weak on his part. But I guess he still wanted to show solidarity with all his players. And he received a call from Donald Trump basically saying, oh, he should... You know, the same thing he said a couple weeks ago about Kong NFL players, SOBs. Like, the players should be benched or fired for disrespecting the flag and country. Give me a break. But anyway, I guess, you know, once he received that call from Trump, that influenced him in the worst way possible. And he his his stance just went completely backwards. You know, he just he's threatening, threatening the bench players. And give me a break. Is he really going to bench his stars like Dak Prescott? Des Bryant, Ezekiel Elliott, 
it, it just puzzling to me. And um, we all know how it is. You know, it's Texas is a conservative Republican state, and so you know all those fans are basically mad about anti-protests. And so you know Jerry Jones, he just needs to wake up and get together. And a lot of these players are gonna call his bluff. They're really gonna call his bluff. Because a lot of them, they're still going to need for the anthem. And a lot of these star players, you know, the Cowboys got some talented players. They really do. You know, despite their 2-3 and three record and all that out the window. They got some talented players. And the Dallas Cowboys, they need those men more than they need the Cowboys. So a lot of those players, they get signed by other teams right away. Right away if they were to hit the free agency market right now. If they were to get cut for kneeling during the National Anthem. And um, going back to Jamil Hill, you know, I stand by her 100%. I stand by everything she said about Donald Trump, about Jerry Jones, because with Jerry Jones, the way he's been acting right now about threatening the cup players during the national anthem, it's just a slave master mentality. Sorry to say it, not sorry. Because you know what? You want you want your athletes to go out and make you millions of dollars every single Sunday, but you expect them not to have rights outside of the football field in everyday life. You're not concerned about how your black athletes are going to be treated in society once they're not throwing footballs or catching passes or making tackles. So it's just it's just ignorant. Same goes for for Miami Dolphins owner Stephen Ross. He made it mandatory that players would have to stand for the national anthem, or they had the option to stand in the tunnel. Prior to the national anthem, and a few players did, and so it just it's it's everything is seeming like a complete dictatorship in America. And once again, what happened in the First Amendment rights? Do those only apply for white supremacists or white people that have large amounts of power in America? Do those only only apply for the white billionaires? And um, you know, as um as an Atlanta Falcons fan, I recently heard you know our owner Arthur Blank he doesn't mind players kneeling during the National Anthem. That comes no surprise to me. You know, Arthur Blank, he's done phenomenal things in the community in Atlanta ever since he became owner of the team in 2002. And he's one of the few NFL owners that didn't contribute to Trump's presidential campaign run. A majority of the NFL owners did. And so that gave me the that gave me the impression that they stand with his white supremacy. They stand with his bigoted views surrounding minorities in America politics and you know it just goes to show how incompetent Trump has been even Republicans top Republicans in Washington they disagree with with his methods of running things as president but with Jamila Hill it just it's just crazy that she's been voicing her opinions and you know Donald Trump has said the nastiest things about minorities other people and it's crazy that is is Jamil Hill supposed to be held to a higher standard than the, than the president of the United States? It baffles me. It really does. I guess Mike Michael Smith, the co-host of the show The Six during Sports Center of it's a show that Jamil Hill and Michael Smith both both host together, and I guess he had to host his show by himself. And um, it just the suspension is so confusing to me because a lot of other ESPN anchors, a lot of the notable. A lot, of, a lot of notable TV personalities, they, they they came out standing in solidarity with Jamil Hill. And so if the whole ESPN community is standing by her side and voicing all these concerns, you know, racial oppression in America, why is she suspended? And it's like ESPN, I know they're a more left-wing network, a more democratic kind of network, so 
the suspension really caught me. It really got me thrown off. Um, two weeks is far too long. You know, I don't agree with a suspension at all. But if they were, I mean, just evaluate the social media conduct, or I guess, you know, you could, you know, she could be replaced for one show, I guess. But there shouldn't be a suspension at all. You know, I, I stand with her. A hundred percent with her beliefs regarding the president, regarding Jerry Jones's ignorant and foolish comments and values regarding these national anthem protests about the players who make him millions of dollars and who who turn him into the billionaire he is today. And so, you know, Jamil Hill, I'm rooting for her hard right now. She's one of my favorite ESPN personalities. You know, I, I love to work with her, you know, regarding regarding the broadcasting and so, you know, she's just an amazing person. And so she doesn't deserve suspension at all. I'm is glad that she's voicing her concerns because these issues affect her as an African-American woman living in America. And so she, she has every right to, to voice these concerns about ignorance spewed by our president. And from Jerry Jones, the way he's treating his black players that are fighting for equality in this country. So, you know, I hope everyone else stands with Jamil Hill because she needs all of us right now. And the way she's being treated by the United States is just it's just, it's just disgusting to me. So you know, I hope I hope her. I wish her the best at ESPN. You know, I hope the six it, be, it gets one of the best ratings on ESPN. You know, I love I love um, how Michael Smith and her run the six during during that six o'clock slot every single day. So I'm, I hope all y'all all of y'all tune into that show. And, you know, we stand with her 100%. Moving on to another person that is just completely clueless about racial oppression in America is former NFL star and Hall of Famer Mike Dicker. Recently, he came out on um, in an interview saying that NFL players who are protesting the national anthem, they need to go play football in another country because he's seen no oppression in the last 100 years. That completely annoyed me. You've seen no oppression in the last 100 years. Have you been under a rock? You were 21 in in, in 1960, okay? Were you, were you just living under a rock during segregation, the Jim Crow era laws, and the Civil Rights Movement? What have you been seeing? You played around plenty of black players. You've coached plenty of black players to realize that they go through oppression every single day in America. And this comes, I'm not even shocked by his comments. A lot of people in the sports community aren't surprised by Dicker's comments because this is the same guy who criticized Barack Obama saying he was the worst president in the world, but he didn't receive a suspension from any kind of TV network. He didn't receive any suspension at all. So it's just, it's just puzzling to me. Barack Obama never spewed any hate, any kind of bigotry, from his mouth after the last nine years, he was he did the best out of any president I've ever seen in my 22 years of life in uniting Americans. He, he did an amazing job, but all that went down the toilet when all that went down the toilet when this white supremacist Donald Trump got elected in the office. So I don't want to hear a damn thing about oh, there's no racial oppression in the last hundred years. You haven't seen all these hate groups, the KKK, come up throughout all these decades. These white supremacists protesting in Charlotte. Give me a damn break, Dicker. Give me a break, cause you're completely clueless, and this pisses me off. But now he wants to come out today saying he apologizes for his comments. He apologizes, saying, I want to clarify comments that I made in an interview with Jim Gray last night. The, clear, the characterization of the statement that I made does not reflect the context of the question that I was answering. It certainly does not reflect my views throughout my lifetime. 
I've absolutely seen oppression in society in the last 100 years, and I'm completely intolerant of any discrimination. The interview was about the NFL and the related issues. That's where my head was at. I was quoted in the interview saying you have to be colorblind. I stated that you should look at a person for what they are and not the color of their skin. I'm sorry if anyone was offended. Unquote. I don't want to hear it. I really don't. Because you said what was on your mind. They asked you questions specifically related to the anthem protests and the background behind these protests. And you voiced your opinion and what you believe in the first time. There's no time to backtrack, okay? You showed your colors before with the, with the Obama comments. And you made your colors shine even brighter with these comments about no oppression being in the country. Were you not around when African Americans were hosed down by firefighters and attacked by dogs during during protests in Alabama and throughout the whole South, during throughout the 60s, you're old enough to realize all this. I'm 22 years old and I realize how serious racism is today and how worse it was in the, in the 60s and those, and those other decades. It, it just frustrates the hell out of me because, you know, I don't want to live in a country where people are oppressed for no reason at all, just for the color of their skin. You know, I wasn't brought up like that. I really wasn't. I'm from a city in Atlanta. I'm from Atlanta where... It's a predominantly African-American city, and, you know, I, I appreciate the way it's a melting pot. I appreciate the diversity, and, you know, some of the, my closest friends, African-Americans, uh, the lifelong friendships I built, you know, whether it's friendships, relationships, all that. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to stand for people like Mike Dick or Jerry Jones or Donald Trump to— to be clueless when it comes to racial oppression in America just because it doesn't affect them every day because they have white privilege. So I don't even want to hear about race issues from Dick ever again. All those hits to the head that he endured while playing football must be getting to, must be getting to him. He must be suffering from some kind of CTE. He must be in one of those st- statistics where players have suffered from CTE because these kind of comments, well, where do you get them from? There's no oppression in the last 100 years. It puzzles my mind. It puzzles my mind hard. But coming from a guy like Mike Dicker, you can't even be surprised anymore. I also want to commend a, a group of people on the subway train in New York for knocking this fool out of the train for spewing the N-word yelling it multiple times, at least 10 times because he was drunk. On the, on the train, drinking the La Marita at 2 p.m. in the afternoon. And so, you know, he was basically yelling, saying he went to NYU Law, which is completely irrelevant for you yelling the N-word. So I'm glad, I'm glad New York is on that train. Pushed his fool off the train, almost threatened to beat him up because of all of the hate he was spewing for no reason. And, you know, uh, you know I love New York. Um, my dad, he's from New York. I've been there almost more than 50 times in my life. The community in New York is, is the the community the diversity in New, in New York is just is just amazing and um so it's good that you know people fought against hate during this particular event last night on the train and so because that that has no place in America and that is what makes America great is fighting against hate and bigotry in the world against against fools like that and so during a time of of just where it seems white supremacy is so dominant. We need more people like that in the world who are on that train that had no tolerance for the ignorant words being spewed by a racist white supremacists on the train. Uh, and it goes back to what I said, you know, 
black people and other minorities, they have to deal with these kind of issues every single day. White people, seems like they have no care in the world when it comes to that. They're never going to deal with it. So, you know, big, big ups to the people in New York for doing that. And it's, it just makes me even more excited every time I go to New York because the unity in that city and that state is just amazing. This was episode 9 of the Cause Podcast. I'm your host, Yuri Andrzejczyk. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you.